Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rapid Fire. My name is Savannah Hernandez, and tonight we're going to be asking a very important question on our episode. Is Joe Biden's vaccine mandate even federal law? Because everything that the media is telling me and everything that I'm seeing in regards to people being fired right now makes it seem like it is. But perhaps that's not actually what's going on in this country. We're going to be delving into that a little bit. Also, the airline protests are still going strong. I absolutely love to see it. There's actually a protest in Dallas here on Monday that I plan on attending. Shout out to all of the airline employees because it's not just Southwest anymore that are protesting right now. On top of that, we also have inflation rates that are rising dramatically and leaked Border Patrol documents that show the real amount of illegal immigrants that have been released into America since Joe Biden took office. We'll be getting into all of that and more on tonight's episode of Rapid Fire. But before we get into that, I want to give a huge shout out to a new sponsor of the show, guys, TigerFitness.com. And I'm very excited about TigerFitness.com because actually my good friend, Mark Lobliner, who is a bodybuilder, is, uh, you know, like one of the co-founders of this site. This is his company. It's an American company. And I absolutely love it. Now, I got to meet my friend Mark a couple weeks ago, and he's a big supporter of me and of the show, you guys. And we love to support one American-made businesses and supporters of us, too. Like, it's great. We're, we're good friends. And, uh, you know, we met. We were talking about fitness. We were talking about just, you know, food intake, how to build muscle, blah, blah, blah. And I was telling him that I deal with like stomach sensitivity and issues. And he goes, okay, you should try my protein bar. So he hands me the outright protein bar. This is the cookies and cream peanut butter. And it was absolutely delicious. Like one of the best bars that I've ever eaten. The texture is amazing. And I was looking more into this. And first off, I read through the ingredients list and I was like, okay, this is amazing. I can read the ingredients and actually know what is in this bar. On top of that, it has a nut butter base and the texture is amazing. I'm a big texture person. I tried a multitude of different protein bars. And sometimes I feel like my jaw gets a better workout than my entire body does at the gym because I'm sitting there chewing on this damn protein bar for an hour. But this bar, again, amazing texture, amazing taste. There's so many different flavors. Tigerfitness.com run by Patriots, American company from head to toe. This product manufactured in the USA. We absolutely love to see it. And my favorite part about this too, is that they have seasonal flavors like gingerbread and pumpkin, because you know that we like to be a little bit basic. We, you know, we like to enjoy the seasonal flavors of America. So go check out this protein bar. You guys coupon code SAF for 10% off, or if protein bars aren't your thing, you guys can can go and check out any of their supplements on their website. Maybe you're getting into fitness for the first time. What I love about this site is that uh, it actually has a blog that can kind of help you through maybe some questions that you have in regards to fitness. There's so many different product products from the protein bars to pre-workout to like different protein drinks that you can get and greens. Okay. So I'm big into fitness. You guys know that I don't sell products or pitch products to you guys that I don't use or try myself. This is a protein bar that I have been eating for the past week and I absolutely love it. And I waited too because Mark sent me a huge uh, care package because I told him I got COVID. So he sent me a huge care package with all the different flavors. And so I've really taken my time this week to try them all and really make sure that, you know, they sat well with my body, that they were able to get me through my workout. I want to tell you guys, this protein bar is a one. Go check it out, tigerfitness.com, coupon code SAV for 10% off store wide. Go show our friend Mark some love. And uh, again, so important that we're supporting American businesses. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into what is currently going on in this country now. 
I'm actually starting off the show not with Joe Biden's federal mandate and whether or not that's that's law or not. Very important topic. But what I am going to start off with is a press release from Donald Trump. Now, we all know that we can't hear from Donald Trump on Twitter or Facebook because he's been banned. So he has to send out these emails, kind of like press statements. And this was the one he sent out today. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America. COVID is ravaging out of control. Our supply chains are crashing with little product in our stores, and we are, we're humiliated in Afghanistan. Our border is a complete disaster. Gas prices and inflation are zooming upward. How's Biden doing? Do you miss me yet? Question mark. Now, I don't have beef with anything except for the first portion of this press release. COVID is raging out of control. All right. I know a lot of you guys are, uh, you know, fans of Donald Trump here, but really COVID is raging out of control in this country. Are, are you kidding me, Donald Trump? Are, are you serious? Can you show me where? Can you show me where that's happening? Because I'd, I'd love to see it and I don't appreciate the fear mongering. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I also saw this tweet from AOC earlier today. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. Any advice for one's 30th? It's been a pandemic almost the whole time so far, so belated advice is appreciated. Now, the reason I'm bringing this one up is because let's stop pretending that AOC is adhering to any COVID guidelines that she's pushing on the American public who's actually been affected by politicians' bad mandates and draconian lockdown rules. Let's stop pretending, okay? We can pull up all the pictures of AOC without a face mask on. We can see all of the members in Congress who have gone out to restaurants, to birthday parties, have gone on vacation, and basically gone back to living their normal lives, while we, the American people, are forced to put face masks on our kids and not go back to work. So this is absolutely ridiculous, and let's all stop pretending that AOC is actually adhering to COVID restrictions, and she actually believes that we're still living through the pandemic. It's ridiculous at this point. And I get so tired of these damn politicians lying to us every single day. But to be quite honest with you, that's how I view every politician at this point. They are put in office to lie and manipulate. Jen Psaki, as well, press secretary, does an amazing job of this. We're going to be playing several videos of her just straight up bold-faced lying to the American public because that's what we do in this country now. We just lie to people and the media has done such a great job at throwing so much information and headlines at us every single day that it's extremely difficult to sift through all of this information and understand what is actually true, what's actually going on in this country and how corrupt everything is. You know, I've been dedicating time after this show to research the government's involvement in past things that were once conspiracy. For example, did you know that Upwards, it's speculated, of 10,000 people died during the prohibition because the government was poisoning alcohol that they knew would be redistributed to the American public and eventually consumed by the American public because they wanted them to stop drinking. So, you know, clear that the government will stop nothing short of murdering people to get their way. Uh, but yeah, let's not look back in history to see how the government has handled things in the past you know, to understand why things are happening this way in the present. I'm actually going to work on a video this weekend called This Is Why I Don't Trust the Government and talk about these things that were once considered conspiracies that actually turned out to be true because there are quite a lot of them. MKUltra, very interesting. Look into that CIA project, okay? Again, the government uh, poisoning people during the prohibition, all of the various wars that we have been lied into. So 
on top of all of that happening in the past, we're also having to deal with sifting through this insane amount of misinformation in the present, starting off with whether or not vaccine mandates are a federal law. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted this out the other day. There is not a federal law mandating vaccines. We never voted on it because it does not exist. There is also no rule under OSHA that allows for companies to be fined for not mandating vaccines. Corporate communism needs to end now. Biden is not a dictator. So Marjorie Taylor Greene tweets this out, and it kind of took the internet by storm because people were like, uh, wait, what? So you're telling me that people are being fired from their jobs right now or being forced to give up their medical freedoms over something that isn't even a federal law? Can somebody explain? More people commented on this because uh, CNBC tweeted out that Southwest CEO says he never wanted the COVID vaccine mandate, but Biden forced his hand. Sean Davis points out this is another lie. There is no federal vaccine mandate. There's no executive order, no federal regulation. It was a press release. So you're telling me that we are firing people right now or again, forcing them to give up their freedoms and bodily autonomy over a press release? Now, The Federalist came out with this article as well to really delve into what is actually going on in this country because it seems that the media has been bold-faced lying to us as well and making it as difficult as possible for us to understand what is actually going on in this country. It's so hard to sift through the lies and disinformation every single day because the media can't stop lying and neither can any official a part of the Biden administration. So let's read into this. Joe Biden's vaccine mandate doesn't exist. It's just a press release from the Federalist. Yes, we've heard all about Joe Biden's alleged vaccine mandate for private companies employing 100 or more people. It was all over the news even before he announced it on September 9th. His announcement has jeopardized the employment of millions of Americans and increased worker shortages in critical domains such as healthcare. Oh, also, a new job report came out that said that 4.3 million people quit their jobs in August. No one can explain why, by the way. Does it have to do with unemployment checks and the fact that the government is paying people to stay home or maybe because of the vaccine mandates? Well, I don't know. Nobody really knows and no one can give a concrete answer because the media no longer exists. But anyways, side note there. Let's get back into this article. Now, there's only one problem. It's a whole mirage. Biden's so-called vaccine mandate doesn't exist, at least not yet. So far, all we have is this press conference and other such made-for-media huff-puffing. No such rule claiming to be legally binding has been issued yet. That's why nearly two dozen Republican attorney generals who have publicly voiced their opposition to the clearly unconstitutional and illegal mandate haven't yet filed suit against it. The office of the Indiana attorney general confirmed there is no mandate to haul into court and that may be part of the plan. So according to several sources, so far it appears no such mandate has been sent to the White House Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs yet for approval. The White House, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, a.k.a. OSHA, and the Department of Labor haven't released any official guidance for the alleged mandate. There is no executive order. There is nothing but press statements, despite what you may have been falsely led to believe by the media fantasy projection machine. Press statements have exactly zero legal authority. This is a quote from Stephanie McFarland, who's a spokeswoman for Indiana OSHA, who says there is nothing there yet that gives employers any mandate. The president made an announcement on this asking OSHA to do it. We've not yet seen anything come from it. She also said when the state agency gets any further information, she said they'll review it. 
So apparently to impose the public perception of a mandate, the Biden administration is following an unusual rulemaking process. It also employed earlier this year called an emergency temporary standard or ETS. The spring ETS rule took nearly six months to issue. Meanwhile, companies are telling reporters their vaccine mandates will have at the latest December deadlines. For those who can't calendar, that's four months after Biden's non-existent mandate was proclaimed. And according to OSHA, an ETS takes up to six months to go into effect after the initial mandate is issued in the Federal Register. Which again, for the proclaimed 100-employee mandate, hasn't yet happened. Very, very interesting there. Now, uh, the media and various CEOs have made it seem very much so that this is a federal law and that they are being forced to fire their employees because of Joe Biden. But is this really all just media manipulation and us being lied to? It wouldn't surprise any of us, but really sad that we've gotten to a point in our country where this is normalcy and commonplace, us being lied to, people's lives being ruined over actual disinformation. Now, despite this news breaking and apparently it being common knowledge that only Marjorie Taylor Greene knew about for some reason and tweeted out, which again led us down this, this trail, despite that, Boeing is still requiring its 125 workers in the United States to be vaccinated against COVID-19 by December 8th. Now, it's not all bad news. United Airlines today must delay its vaccine mandate for workers seeking an exemption. A federal judge in Texas ordered United Airlines to temporarily halt its plan to put unvaccinated employees on unpaid leave if they've requested an exemption from the company's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. So we have federal judges blocking these mandates. We have reporters actually doing investigative journalism and, and exposing that the mandate isn't real. We have Boeing still saying, well, actually, our employees have to be vaccinated by December 8th or they're getting fired. And Everything is confusing. America is in a state of confusion, but people are still protesting against this because despite this apparently not being a federal law, airline employees are still being subjected to either give up your medical freedom or get fired. So as of today, American Airlines now has 883 canceled or delayed flights. This started off with Southwest. We saw what happened over the past weekend. And on top of that, Southwest stocks tanked, okay? Because the pilots, the employees, the stewardesses, they finally said enough is enough. We're taking back our rights. We're taking back our bodily autonomy. We're not doing this anymore. And they shut the system down. And that is why the government fears the American people. Now, we would be able to normally band together on this and say, yeah, that's awesome. This is great. We love to see it. But it, it was difficult to even report on the fact that there were vaccine sickouts or people pushing back against this because the media was initially reporting that it was just because of bad weather or uh, air traffic control issues. Why? Because journalists in this country refuse to do any actual investigation. It's really up to the American citizen now to go on Twitter and dig for their own information and see that Southwest pilots are actually putting out their own PSA saying, we're fighting back against this. This is the fight of our generation. And if we give up these freedoms now, they, were, they will be freedoms that our children will no longer have. They're, the media is completely ignoring the pictures of Gadsden flags flying out of airplanes across the nation right now. Okay, two airplanes so far, hopefully more in the coming future. But, you know, that, that would have been an important image and maybe could have cleared up 
some of the airline confusion, but the media is never going to show us any of that. The media is never going to show us the airline pilots who are like, hey, actually, yeah, this is a protest. I have this sign here. I've been working for Southwest for years of my life. I'm um, a military veteran, and now I'm being forced out of my job, and I can't provide for my family. The only media who's going to show you that are people like me, Tucker Carlson, who's been covering this extensively, people on the right. No one else is going to touch this. Any, everyone else is going to keep feeding us lies and disinformation. And it's so exhausting to have to cover their disinformation and then actually tell you guys the truth of what's going on. You know why I get so infuriated with the left and censorship? Because everything the left accuses the right of doing is what they're actually doing. Racism, lying, just being all around awful human beings, crime rates up murder is up. Why? Because of leftist policies, because of leftist ideology. Who are the biggest racists? Who are the worst people in society? It's liberals. It's leftists. That's an unfair blanket statement. I don't give a damn because I played many a TikTok for you guys on this show, showing you guys what these people actually think and feel. And also how they report news to us. Because remember that the Biden administration they said that they were going to be transparent. They were going to be honest with us about what was going on in this country. But we have the press secretary of the United States of America coming up in front of us every single day and lying to us. For example, apparently vaccine mandates have not caused the workforce to shrink at all. Per Jen Psaki. Let's, let's listen to this. What's his answer? What's the White House response to people who say vaccine mandates have um, reduced the workforce and contributed to this problem? Well, I know uh, world-renowned um, business, travel, and health expert Senator Ted Cruz has made that point, but um, I wouldn't say that that is widely um, uh, acknowledged or echoed uh, by um, business leaders who have implemented these mandates, uh, by health experts who have conveyed the way to get out of the pandemic is to uh, keep, ensure that we are doing exactly the steps the president has announced and we are working to implement. Uh, it doesn't mean this isn't hard and challenging. Of course it is. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. But ultimately, the job of the president of the United States is to lead, is to follow the Okay, so where's the leadership, Jen Psaki? Where's the leadership? Because this man can't even get the names of his own administration right. There is no leadership here from Joe Biden. So let's all stop pretending because that in itself was misinformation and a bold-faced lie that it's Joe Biden's job to lead. Who's really re leading this country, Jen Psaki? Because we all know damn well it's not Joe Biden. So let's stop pretending on that one too. Also, I love how she has to, you know, make her jabs at Ted Cruz and anybody who pushes back against their official narrative. Jen Psaki has been one of the most petty press secretaries because she knows that she's bad at her job. She knows that she can't answer questions honestly. So she has to tiptoe around things. She has to personally attack various politicians in the Republican Party who actually push back and try to tell the American public the truth about what's going on. Now, Jen Psaki, if vaccine mandates weren't affecting people's jobs or the workflow, the workforce, then can, can you explain this clip to me of a nurse being escorted out of her job at a hospital for not taking the vaccine? Can you explain this video? I'm being escorted out of UCLA for standing up for medical freedom, um, despite coming to work, willing to work, and... Um, I just can't believe that this is what they're doing right now. And I'm gonna fight for all of us out there. And I will continue to fight. 
and this is not okay. Came to work despite being unvaccinated, willing to work for patients, to help out staff, and this is how we're treated. So there you go, a nurse being escorted out of UCLA Health for not being vaccinated. I'm sure this is a nurse that's worked throughout the pandemic who has selflessly given up hours of her life to take care of others. And that's how she is now being treated. Jensaki, can you explain that? Or can you explain this picture to me of a Southwest father of five, a Southwest employee who holds up this sign that says no jab, no job. Why? Question mark. Father of five here, 20 year Navy vet, 4,000 hours with South West Airlines. Can you explain that one to me, Jensaki? Or maybe Jensaki can try to uh, explain this one right here. Southwest Pilots Union president blames airline for widespread cancellation. We've been sounding this alarm for about four years. Now, in regards to this uh, story as well, I believe that they're talking about um, like how any small disruption to the airline industry can really disrupt disrupt everything, basically. Even in this article, they say it's not clear what's causing the disruption, but the delays and cancellations began shortly after the pilots union tried to block Southwest new COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Can you explain that one, Jen Saki? Or how um, Kyrie Irving is being banned from his team until he's vaccinated? Because that looks like a job that's being affected to me. I don't know about you guys, what do you think? Uh, let me know in the comments and the reviews. But when I read this headline that Kyrie Irving is being banned from playing basketball from his team, and we already saw that he was being um, really discriminated against, like straight up discriminated against. They were making him eat at a separate table from his team members. He was barred from being involved in team activities. What does that look like to you, Jensaki? Hmm. Nothing, nothing big. Just look away because it doesn't really matter. Jen Psaki doesn't care about the American public. Neither does anybody in the Biden administration. This is not surprising to us. And this is just a, a normal thing under this president. He's a liar. He's corrupt. He's everything that he said that Donald Trump was. Jen Psaki can't answer a question to save her life. I don't think she's ever directly answered a question. Please let me know if I'm wrong on that one. But I've been following her since she's been in office as press secretary, and there has never been a solid response from this woman. Kamala Harris is hiring child actors to act in videos because that's just this administration. They have to hire children to pretend to like them for a video. Yeah, that was in Kamala's NASA video. People were roasting her because she was so fake trying to talk to these kids about space. And it was the cringiest video ever. I, I didn't play it on this show. I should have. Turns out those kids were child actors because everything about this presidency is fake, including, again, all of the statistics given to us by Jen Psaki. Now, Jen Psaki today was asking, was asked about inflation, and uh, this was her answer because in regards to this mandate, in regards to what is happening right now in the workforce, we're not going to get an honest answer. But inflation rates seem like something that are cut, like that's a cut and dry thing, right? Gas prices went up for everyone. They went up for me. I'd imagine they went up for you. Food prices went up. We're seeing supply chain shortages. Ships can't dock. Cargo ships in LA can't dock right now. There's a lot going on in this country. It seems kind of crazy. And Jen Psaki asked about inflation. 
had this to say. I know you do, but when the deceleration is happening slower, perhaps than people expected a few months ago, yeah. and people are still paying 10 or 15 or 20 percent more for meat, and they're saying, why was it supposed to be transitory three months ago, four months ago, and we're still here? Does that make things more difficult to explain? as to why this is the case. Well, it requires us explaining and through working with all of you as well that um, the cost of meat is also related to competition and the, uh, the, the small number of large uh, meat producers who have a dominance over the market. And uh, the fact that a lot of these issues are uh, not as simple as a one-sentence explanation uh, and that different industries have different issues in the supply chains, different issues that are causing some increases in prices, and also because we all understand the American people are not looking at cost-to-cost comparisons from this year to two years ago. They're looking at cost-to-cost comparisons to their checkbooks from eight months ago or 12 months ago. And Okay, yeah, no, people are looking at those prices from maybe two years ago because people remember what life was like under the Trump administration and when inflation rates and gas prices and food prices weren't skyrocketing. And how do we know that the American people are actually very closely monitoring these inflation rates and and noticing that these products are starkly on the rise uh, because of videos like this okay so these are going up to 10.99 now what the heck they were only 6.19 and they're like the little mini ones that are eight ounces instead of the regular 16 so they went up quite a lot so that's just a TikTok from who i'd imagine to be like a cvs employee she's saying that these these bottles of face soap cetaphil specifically are going up from six dollars to ten dollars on top of that the uh, bureau of labor and statistics came out with these recent inflation rates um <clears throat> heather long tweets out where are americans seeing inflation a lot of places Rental cars up 43% over last September, gas 42%, used cars 24%, bacon 19%, hotels 18%, beef, pork, eggs up 18 and 13%, TVs, kids' shoes, furniture, new cars, chicken, apples, restaurant prices, electricity, rent, everything is more expensive in Joe Biden's America. But lucky for the Biden administration, the average American doesn't understand why. The average American doesn't understand how the economy works, how the Federal Reserve works, the fact that we are allowed to continue to print trillions of dollars in this country. The average American doesn't know what happens when you flood the market with all of these worthless extra dollar bills that we've just decided have worth now. And the Biden administration is banking on that because the average American, even the dumbest among us, see that prices are rising. They just might not know why. But luckily for Joe Biden, he has Jen Psaki to say, well, we really can't say why inflation is going up. And um, there's just small things in the supply industry that can be attributed to this. I'm not going to name them here. Um, but there's also competition in the market um, that you could look into. And I'm giving, I'm going to give you the most uh, political and politicians answer that I possibly can and not answer any question at all about the fact that our America is exponentially way more expensive than Donald Trump's ever was. We're not going to do that. Instead, we're going to dance around the question and pretend that nothing's really even happening and hope that you guys kind of just look away. That's just going to be easier for all of us. Yeah, don't worry about the fact that, uh, you know, we're trying to sneak into the reconciliation bill that we want the IRS to monitor your bank account if it has $600 in it. Sonny Johnson, who's an XM radio host, tweets this out today. The $600 bank account measure isn't for the rich. It's for the black market systems forced by government regulations. Think the lady doing hair out of her house with no license. And that's 100% exactly what it is. 
uh, I believe it was Janet Yellen who came forward and was trying to say that there's a lot of tax evasion and tax fraud from, you know, the rich. They're the most evil in society, the top 1%. So the IRS has to monitor everybody's bank accounts now. Yeah, that's not going to be good for anybody because this isn't about the 1% and it's not about the rich. It's about monitoring what we're all doing with our money, what we're all investing in, which is why right now the government is trying to come down very hard on crypto because it's not a fiat currency and the government can't regulate it. And it has worth in it because the people have put worth in it and the government can't put their mitts on it right now. That's why they're trying to go in and regulate crypto because the government needs us dependent on their currency system so they can control our lives. I mean, look at what happened last year. People under the Trump administration and Donald Trump himself tied to certain banks. Those banks straight up cut him off because they didn't like his politics. So why do you think the IRS wants to come in and monitor all your bank transactions? Oh, well, uh, yeah, you donated to this politician in the Republican Party. Can't do that. We're, we're going to have to take away your funding from you because you are now a domestic terrorist. And uh, we're also uh, going to be strictly monitoring everything that you post on social media. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? Well, that's what's happening in Australia right now. Yeah. So on top of, you know, the IRS wanting to monitor us, meanwhile, politicians always involved in, you know, getting money from certain companies and becoming millionaires, even though the the budget that they get or the paycheck that they get from working in government never amounts to that much money. Like, where are these politicians getting all that extra money from? I don't know. Maybe they're getting paid off by certain businesses, uh, certain corporations. So that way, you know, certain laws are or are not passed. I have no idea how any of this works. I'm just speculating here. So while the government is pushing for the IRS to monitor what you're doing with your money, uh, they just raised the debt limit 480 billion using a bill entitled Promoting Physical Activity for Americans Act. And Thomas Massey tweets out, yes, it will take a lot of physical activity from hardworking Americans to pay off this debt. Now, we've already reached record highs with our debt here in this country. And if you guys have never done this before, I'd highly recommend that you guys go look at the US debt clock because it will immediately give you anxiety and make you just want to give up on everything in this country. And uh, yeah, Thomas Massey just pointed out that we added $480 billion to that debt limit because, uh, you know, the government just needs more money to spend to make the American public's life better. We all know that every single time the government gets mass amounts of money, they really reinvest it back into communities and back into the American people. They don't frivolously spend it overseas or on random programs that don't go towards really helping anybody. That has never happened in the history of ever, which is why we see such prosperous American cities, specifically Democrat-run one, uh, ones, just like San Francisco. Uh, this headline comes out from San Francisco today. Walgreens closing five more San Francisco locations, citing organized retail crime. Oh, <laughs> whoopsies. I, I guess it's not so great living in a Democrat-run city, and the government isn't really utilizing these funds to get crime under control in this country. Maybe refund police precincts and police forces to get some of this crime under control. Yeah, no, that $480 billion is not going to go to this at all. I I'd, I'd highly imagine it wouldn't. So reading into this story, Walgreens is closing five more San Francisco locations as drugstores from the Bay Area to the Big Apple are besieged by rampant shoplifting and lax enforcement. San Fran shoplifters have been emboldened by a referendum that lowered the penalty for stealing goods worth less than $950 from a, fe a felony to a misdemeanor, cops and prosecutors have said a spokescompany for the a spokesperson for the company confirmed the latest closure to SF Gate. Organized retail crime continues to be a challenging 
a challenge facing retailers across San Francisco, and we are not immune to that, Walgreens spokesperson Phil Caruso told the outlet. Retail theft across our San Francisco stores has continued to increase in the past few months to five times our chain average. During this time to help combat this issue, we increased our investments in security measures in stores across the city to 46 times our chain average in an effort to provide a safe environment. Now, they previously shuttered 17 stores in San Francisco during the past five years. And the San Francisco Board of Supervisors said that the new closure will significantly impact the community. Well, that's what happens when you guys allow criminals to run rampant with no consequences at all. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy that they have decided to use that freedom to break the law. <sighs> what a wild time to be living through. I know. I know. But that's a little bit of what America actually looks like on the ground. The price of everything is rising and... Some store shelves are just completely empty if you live in New York or San Francisco because criminals are just going and wiping the shelves clean because they know they can't be prosecuted for it, really. It's not It's not going to be a big felony. It's just going to be a misdemeanor, not that big of a deal. And also, they'll just be caught and then released. We were reading an article on our latest or last show, and I believe this one thief was arrested over 40 times for shoplifting, and he just keeps getting released again and again and again. Uh, that's just how these laws work in this country now we are not a country of laws we are not even a country that has borders anymore and fox news came out with this headline today leaked border patrol documents show mass release of illegal immigrants into the u.s by the biden administration the biden administration is releasing enormous numbers of migrants into the u.s often with little to no oversight big surprise on that one at least 160,000 illegal immigrants have been released into the U.S., often with little to no supervision by the Biden administration since March, including a broad use of limited parole authorities to make more than 30,000 eligible for work permits since August, Border Patrol documents obtained by Fox News show. The documents gave a partial snapshot into how the Biden administration has been releasing enormous numbers of migrants into the U.S., often with little to no oversight, supervision, or immediate risk of deportation. Now, we've talked about previ previously, too, how many times the illegal immigrants crossing our border are not the most savory characters, that they have been tied to human smuggling, drug trafficking, um, rape amongst many other crimes. But yeah, let's just uh, bring them on in and give them a work permit. Now, since March 20th, at least 94,570 illegal immigrants have been released into the U.S. with notices to report. Those who receive such a notice are only required to check in with an ICE office when they get to their final destination, which could be anywhere across the country. Those who check in are not deported or detained as their immigration proceedings move forward. So just a reminder, too, that the Biden administration cares deeply about the COVID pandemic. It's extremely deadly, so deadly, in fact, that we have our border wide open for anybody. Because, uh, yeah, that's how things go in this country now, guys. I'm going to keep the episode short tonight because I'm a little bit tired today. I did slightly offensive with Elijah Shea for today. We talked about a lot of crazy stories uh, like this one from the Daily Wire. Loudoun County School tried to conceal sexual assault against daughter in bathroom. This is a really sad story. So apparently this transgender man in a skirt sexually assaulted not one but two girls in the school bathroom. The school board tried to cover it up. Very sad to see. And this father was arrested at a school board meeting um, for trying to expose this and talk about this. 
And that's the state of America in 2021. Very disheartening, very sad to see. And I'm going to try to keep the energy up for you guys. But these stories really just don't make me super happy. You know, it's really sad to see that parents are already being silenced at school board meetings for wanting to speak out against the pornographic books that their children are being given as school curriculum. But then to hear this father's story and to see that he was arrested and that the school board tried to cover up the sexual assault of his daughter is absolutely atrocious. Also, Steven Crowder covered this story on his YouTube show, and apparently he was given a strike on YouTube for hate speech against the transgender community, despite reading directly from that document. So, uh, you know, if you think YouTube is a great and beautiful site and censorship is all fake, well, I guess you would be right there. That's all for tonight's episode of Rapid Fire. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please remember to go to tigerfitness.com and use coupon code SAF for 10% off any order store ride. I would highly recommend, again, the Outright Bar, the Cookies and Cream Peanut Butter butter is my favorite. This is a protein bar that keeps me going, and it is created with all natural ingredients and, of course, American-made from head to toe, so go support them. Great company. Absolutely love them. Uh, On top of that, do not forget to go and check out my Locals channel where I will be where I have been posting exclusive content. Uh, you guys can go to savsays.locals.com to go check that out. It's kind of like Facebook. I really like it because you guys can post on there too. Uh, I know a lot of you guys try to send me emails. I don't always have time to get to all of them. So you guys can go post all of the articles or pictures that you want me to see on the Locals page and I can see them all there. On top of that, uh, I can talk to you guys on the message boards there. And again, exclusive interviews where I talk about a lot of subjects that I'm not allowed to talk about here. Also remember to go to savsaysofficial.com. We've gotten more multiple strikes on this YouTube channel for reporting on what's going on in this country. But always remember, you can find all of my content uncensored on SavSaysOfficial.com. I also have a research page where I try to put all of the articles and videos that I use on this show in regards to specific topics that, um, you know, people should be researching right now. All of that is on my website. I put a lot of time and effort into making sure all of those resources are easily accessible to all of you guys. So please go check it out. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Rapid Fire. My name is Savannah Hernandez and I'll see you next time.